The following programme is sponsored by Tiptree Fruit Growers and Preservers. Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from World Radio Gardening. This edition brought to you by Tiptree. Well, Ken Crowther has been to the fruit farms to meet up with Andre in the new growing area. You'll remember in previous podcasts we spoke about it. Now, I'm with Andre uh, in the new growing system, which is where you've got strawberries. And we're just hearing that the this is a, a screen, isn't it, going up here? Yes, the, the screen is it's a completely uh, closed structure. So the screen is giving that extra temperature, what we need during the uh, springtime or winter months, uh, we call it still. But uh, yeah, it, now it's uh, coming up to spring and... Uh, we still use it during the night and during the day that needs to be lifted. So, is that high enough? This is now well, high enough. you better turn it off. Yeah, you better turn it off. Hey, now we, if we walk back here towards the, from, the, from your box of electrics, we can see that the strawberry plants, they're growing well. They're in these, we always describe it, they're in these... Um, I call them gutters, but it is very similar to a gutter, isn't it? The principle. It's a metal structure with a, a polythene lining, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's, it's called gutter, yeah, generally in the industry, but it is a slightly different system. It's, yeah, it, the metal structure supports that polyliner where the water goes uh, through and collects, and also you've got the plants there. This system is a revolutionary system. It's new to us too. It's the first in UK. It's a second year actually we're trialing it. This year we started planting very early. How early did you plant? We planted uh, end of January, beginning of February. Or actually, early, actual, actual date, yeah, it was uh, first of February. That That is early for us, very early, as we used to with our uh, outside tunnels. And uh, we hope we're going to start picking early too. Incredible. Now, you you must have had flour already then if you planted that early, have you? We, we did have flour. We actually removed the first flour. Why is Be- that? Because it was too early. The temperature... The temperatures were still low, and at that low temperatures, the bees don't fly. Ah. So we're not going to get pollination, and we're not going to pollinate that flower. We're going to waste the energy from the plants. So instead of uh, supporting that flower, we thought better remove it and uh, put that uh, energy back to the root system. Now, if I look at them now, as I'm just leaning across here, there's lots of bud coming, isn't there? I mean, that plant alone has got about three or four buds coming, hasn't it? I mean... It's incredible to see it so far forward, isn't it? Yeah, we, we've seen a couple of uh, good day, uh, good days, high temperatures, and temperature inside. If we get a sunny day, even if the temperature is low, we get uh, instant heat inside the greenhouse because it's close, as I said earlier. And the flowers are just waiting for those uh, yeah, temperatures to pop out. They, they are there. And actually, I could see a couple of open flowers. Oh, yes, there's one yeah. up there, isn't there? Yeah. And, yeah, and the bees are arriving next week. So They're coming next week, <laughs> yeah, the bees? Yeah, ne- next week. Sorry, flower, just shut, yeah. will you please, and wait <laughs> for next week. Because you import... Well, you don't import from abroad. They're English bees, aren't they? They are. They're native species to, to UK, and uh, they come, uh, they, they produce bumblebees used only for pollination uh, during early season. So you put them in early season. Now, the thing that would fascinate me is you said you, you shut it down. It's got polythene over the top. It's, it's a completely closed unit. 
Um, they look, they don't look damp. They look quite dry as a plant. Is there a problem when you close it down like that of getting mildews and things? By closing it down, we keep the temperature, so the growing degree hours, we try to raise that to push the, the crop a little bit earlier. But yes, you have to have that uh, certain humidity level inside to not compromise uh, the disease issues in terms of botrytis, in terms of mildew uh, for strawberries. And uh, that, how we do that, we've got uh, this uh, winter, we've put fleece over the top. So oh, it's right. another, uh, creating another climatic condition inside the greenhouse where the fleece uh, it breeds but also gives a little bit of heat. And if the humidity rate is too high, we've got the vents right at the top of the of the greenhouse where we open the vents and let that humidity out. And uh, if we need topping up of uh, fresh air, we opening the sides where we in in uh, put the cold air in, and that way we we turn the air, the stagnant air inside the greenhouse, and we hope we're not going to have any disease issues. Because today. All of farming is trying to use less and less chemical to less and less spraying, aren't they? We do. Uh, one thing is uh, there's less available. And the other thing we, in this greenhouse, when we put it initially, that was one of the aims to reduce our uh, sprays as much as possible. As you can see here, in terms of insecticides, we've put biological controls already. 3 plus. Now is that a little, that's a little a, bug? That's a little bug which is eating the, uh, the yeah, our the, enemies. <laughs> your enemies are bugs on the Yes, bit. yeah. That's fascinating. So really, you know, all, all it, it's being controlled very organically really, as much as you can. It's, it's being run organically, isn't it? The aim is uh, to try to reduce all the one protection products as much as we could or eliminate them completely from this uh, type of structure. So when do we expect strawberries to be here? Because I'll be back, you see, to taste them. So when, when do you expect them? We hope we're going to see our first strawberries beginning of May, first week of May, if not uh, last week of April. I'll definitely be back. Mouths watering already, just weeks away from proper English strawberries. You're listening to World Radio Gardening, this edition brought to you by Tiptree. Ken Crowther is at the Tiptree Fruit Farms, now talking apricots. That's the most beautiful time of the year when you look at them with the white flower and, you know, like a snow white. But there's a one big butt, actually. A big butt with a big bee, is it? Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's still too early. And uh, if we get a frost, the whole crop will be gone. killed. Gone. gone completely. Gone completely. So if the flowers that we're looking at are looking really good, actually, I can't get over how many flowers as well. I mean, really prolific. They nearly look like snow, don't they, the trees? As if they've got snow on them. They do. Actually, they've got too much flower. And, uh, You'll have we, to thin them all. If we it, if we they have come. to thin them, and I hope not everything will pollinate. So some of it will be natural thinning. <laughs> Otherwise, we've got a lot of job to do here later. Now, going back to your frost, if the flower sets fruit, are we we're reliant on insects though for them to set, aren't we? 
the, this time of the year, yes, we uh, you get a little bit of uh, cross-pollination, a little bit of wind does the job, but uh, we need insects this time of the year. Day like today, the temperature will probably go to 15, 17 well, degrees sunny. they're it's talking lovely, about. Yeah. yeah, so we'll have some activity in terms of insects, uh, bees, but very low. And uh, pollination will happen. But the thing is, if it turns cold this time of the year, it's always uh, very tricky. If it turns cold, that activity is not there. They will not pollinate from one hand. On the other hand, they, will get, uh, they may get frost damage. Right, so if they pollinate, how long a gap have you got between sort of pollination and the fruit forming? Is it weeks, a couple of weeks? We believe uh, once they pollinate, we need around five to ten days or something like that. To, without frost, without, without frost, anything. Without anything. When, when the petal starts to fall, uh, we are safe at that stage. But so it, it's a real gamble, isn't it? Apricot growing, isn't it? <laughs> it is real gamble for UK, really. It, it is. We we believe we've got varieties which are, you know, bred for the uh, northern climate, uh, come a bit late, but still too early for UK. <laughs> so, so, again, I've got to come back and look at these and see whether we got pollination in about a month, because we'll see the little apricots on there then, Yeah, we? we'll see the set fruit on them in a month time, yes. And definitely. in the meantime, we've all got to keep our fingers crossed, have we? Yeah, that's the only thing what we can do. Apricots and strawberries, two of the wonderful summer fruits, and there are plenty more grown at Tiptree. Well, that brings to an end this edition of the podcast from World Radio Gardening. Visit our website regularly for the next edition. Thank you for listening. This programme was sponsored by Tiptree Fruit Growers and Preservers, established in 1885.